Welcome back, fellow listeners out there in the Bucktooth Gremlins world. This is week where is episode 10, and we're going to focus on the dynamic duos in, uh, I guess, history. But we have some parameters this week, Pete. What are those parameters? This, yeah, this is episode 10. Uh, yeah. The parameters this week on the dynamic duos. Always parameters. No couples. Couples are out. So okay. No power couples, no married couples. Oh, no married couples. Mm, that's tough. Um, no real-life duos. What's that mean? Um, no Abbott and Costello, no Laurel and Hardy. Okay. No songwriting duos. So we're going we're to get a whole episode on songwriting <sighs> duos. Start off with your favorite choppers of John Oates. Yeah, so like I, was gonna, I was going to say Hall and Oates are out. Like, Hall and Oates are out. So we'll, All right. we'll, we're, we're going to do a whole episode on songwriting duos. Okay. So no vaudeville comedy acts. No vaudeville comedy acts. Straight TV movie character duos. Duos and no sidekicks, no repeating anybody from the sidekicks episode. Oh, okay, all right. So those are the parameters here. And if I catch cheat and I call you out, you're gonna be called out. Okay, I'm scared, Kevin. You know, we were talking the other day about the chases, epi- not the chases episode, the fights on the fights episode, which um, great episode. I've, I loved it. I've watched the Alpha Justice scene probably <laughs> now at <laughs> least 10 times. You're since welcome. That episode, you're welcome. It's one of the greatest scenes ever. It is. We gotta give we we gotta give a little credit where credit's due to an old buddy of ours, an old friend of the show's. Yeah, I think a dear friend of Peter. Um, yes, for a, sure. Right, a man named yeah. Yeah. Charlie Black, Charles Black, out yeah, from uh, from friend, California. Good friend of us all. Met Charlie on the internet back in the mid nineties, and he was a gentle giant. The guy was almost seven foot tall. But he weighed close to five hundred pounds. Oof. He was seven foot tall, and he laughed like a five foot tall man. Sean, do you remember the first time? We, do you remember the first time we met him? Sean and I, we met him. We went to the movies with him. Yeah, and we had known each other just by being online. And he sits down and he sits I sat, in the movie theater. It, he sat right in between us, right? <laughs> and he starts reaching over Sean, grabbing his hands into my popcorn. Uh, yep. By the third time he did it, I got up, put the popcorn in his lap, and I went out to the concession stand. But that's the kind of guy he was. And then he fell asleep. And then he fell asleep during the movie. He always and fell asleep. I think with him, then you know why I started with Alfred Justice in a way it was that was the first. It was. I mean, we're talking mid nineties AOL chat rooms. There was the first wave file I ever got in an email. Was motherfucker, you knock my teeth yeah, out. The file's right. Black. The file's name was because you used to give it command code and, S. And that's when I was like, this yeah. guy's great. He gets out for justice. He kind of got the, yeah. Uh, he gets you know, that the humor. humor and yeah. Yeah. On so. those AOL chat rooms, the command code was S, and the file's name was S <laughs> teeth. <laughs> so anytime we wrote S teeth at a chat room, your computer would ping, and you would hear motherfucker, you knock my teeth <laughs> right. out. Uh, uh, God, those are no many, many young millennials couldn't even relate to. That was a guy I could chat. be in the worst mood I'd ever possible, and he would somehow find a way to make me laugh. And, and yeah. I think it's a good tie-in, you know, with the the dynamic duos. I think Pete, you and Charlie were the dynamic duo of uh, you guys, the, the old AOL chat room. What was it, Hollywood? Um, Hollywood Cafe. Hollywood Cafe. Yeah, yeah, you guys were definitely a duo for sure. There were a yeah. lot of duos in uh, everyone, but he and I, I miss <laughs> miss him every day. Yeah, but thanks yeah. for that shout out. No, anywhere, anytime, man. Charlie Black. All right, so I'm gonna, wherever I'm, you are, man. I'm going to come out of the box here today on this one of my first dynamic duo. <sighs> I'm going in a different direction here. Kermit and Fozzie. Yep. I saw that actually in the movies. I was... I think the Muppet movie was 78. I was 11 years old. It was 78 or 79, 12, 11 or 12 years old. I love it. 
Yeah, you got you, know, ta- you got a tattoo on your back of it. That no, is, I did that not. Be, no, somebody, your brother, who was here a couple of weeks ago, said to me he wanted me to get Kermit and Fozzie on my ass. It would be a great tattoo on I would your never, ass. Would be even better. I would never do it. Never, never do it. But I was a child that grew up on Sesame Street. I was one of the first generation Sesame Streets before I think Sesame Street became, which it's very targeted, right? You know, understandably so now to urban markets. It used to be a much wider range. And when the Muppet Show came out, I was like one of the most excited kids because now we were getting the Muppets at night. Yeah. But then we were getting these Muppets at I'm like, who's Fozzie? Who's Rolf? Who's <laughs> Dr. Teeth? And who's Scooter? Who's Scooter? Yeah. But Kermit and Fozzie were the first big puppet duo that I can remember. I, I wonder if there would be people out there who would argue to Miss Piggy and Kermit. Power couple. Okay, all right, uh, all right. So duo, couple, right? Okay. And use it. But these guys, these guys were the the comedy duo of that show. They they got into the most trouble together, Kermit and Fozzie. Yeah. Where does Gonzo fit in that, in that equation? Gonzo he was a part of that right? group. Gonzo ended up teaming up with Rizzo the Rat and the Chicken. Wasn't the chicken? No, the chicken was his wife or girlfriend. His yeah. wife. Yeah. Um, what the hell is Gonzo? Well, the two nope. old guys. Statler and Waldo. Those, <laughs> yeah, those two are a dynamic duo. Absolutely. Sure. 100%. Sitting up there in the balcony. But the chicken was his girlfriend, and Rizzo the rat is Gonzo's. Right. right. The Muppets Park. were smart because it not only did it bring in, it brought in celebrities, right? Every show Every had week. a celebrity guest, and it was somebody that was like, you know, hot at that time. Kevin's favorite was probably when Luke Skywalker and C3PO were on. Stallone. Rocky. Stallone was on. Yeah, Rocky was on. There were a lot of There's people. a lot. Yeah. It's a good idea. Show. I miss it. Yeah, yeah, you miss it. I don't know if we have a, what, another episode, you know, would that play today? The Muppet Show? They tried recently. They tried, yeah. yeah. They tried with Muppets tonight, but they went weird. They had Kermit and Miss Piggy breaking up on that show. and Of course. It yeah. went more adult. Yeah. But it didn't work. I think it lasted two short seasons. Mm, that's a shame. I haven't. I've never watched it. I There's so much that seemed like just such simpler times, but they probably weren't. It was just, you know. And you know yeah. when that show, that show was syndicated Saturday nights, 7.30 CBS? on CBS yeah. in New York. CBS, CBS yeah, I remember yeah. the beginning of it. Five years. Mm. Five years. I, uh, good pick, Kermit and, Kermit, Kermit, Kermit and Fozzie. I like it. Oh, to another CBS uh, dynamic duo, Chips. Wrong network. Was CBS? Uh, ABC? NBC. NBC. Oh. Chips. Punch and John. Oh, great theme song. Great theme. <laughs> it was really cheesy. That great, no, it's not, it was no, a great was song with the, the motorcycles, the way the camera, you know, you know, went in on the bikes as they as Punch and John are cruising down. The, and they were definitely the a duo. They were partners. They were. Yeah. John California Baker. Highway Patrol. You know, Chips. Chips. What is Chips? Oh, it's California, California Highway, Highway Patrol. Patrol. Yeah, Francis Llewellyn Poncharello and John Baker. But they got into the most unrealistic... <laughs> Police chase. You always had to have you a have chase have that. because yes. they're motorcycle cops. Like half the show is them on the bikes. I think Chips was what year? 77? 77, 83. Okay. Because we used to sit on the playground in elementary school pretend and ride those you. swings. And we used to pretend that there were snipers on the roof and one guy would be Ponch nice. and the other guy would be John. My, that was, but those guys never took out snipers. That was my my, but my my best friend growing up outside of my family, my buddy Brian. We, he was, I was Ponch and he was John because he had the blonde hair and the dark hair. And we were Ponch and John, you know. Was, but I think they were a great duo always, you know, show always together. Big, big show. And, um, and I, think it was, I think it was Friday. It was either Fridays or Sundays. Uh, and it, Might, I think it was Sundays. And it Sunday did have nights. John Baker was, a, you know, Larry Wilcox was a Vietnam vet. I just one of the earliest Vietnam vets. I can't TV. remember. This is just something, but was was 
any episode of Chips ever filmed at night? Some of the bar at scenes night were at night. Time. No, but with Punch and oh, John and the motorcycles. And it was always in the day. It was, it was in the daytime, the day. right? Yep, it was always in the daytime. Always. When they could shoot, you and know? didn't like Eric Estrada have a hissy fit or something? And no, walk no, out Eric, show no. For he, for like three episodes, he had a contract dispute. He went on strike, and he was replaced by Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Can you imagine Caitlyn Jenner now on the California Highway Patrol? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that show... It doesn't hold up today. Nah, no. Nah, but it was just beautiful for the time. Great yeah. beginning. You know, cool, cool character. Eric Estrada's career is deader as a doornail. Yeah, but he... Yeah, but well, he a lot of people from back then on television, he, you know. But here we are we're still talking about him 40 years later as Punch. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, not, thanks, not many actors thanks, have that. Thanks yeah. to idiots like us. Okay. So, Chips. Uh, Punch and John. All right. From uh, NBC to Fox, I'm going to go with Mulder and Scully from the X-Files oh, to Coveney and Anderson. Love me some X-Files. She yeah. Was, she was, was a little troll face. Wow. Wow, Pete. But I, 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 I love the show. I love the X-Files. It hit me right it hit my wheelhouse. It was basically, you know, uh, your weird, geeky FBI agent who's giving the paranormal, yeah, you take this garbage assignments, and then he's giving the skeptic and, and you know, uh, and Scully, and it was just, it was good. It was, it was, it was about aliens. It, started, it got really into the aliens towards the end when the films came out and stuff. But in the beginning, it was all the weird stuff. It was all it was the like, weird paranormal. Yeah, it was like Jersey Devil stuff, and you know, they, they did actual episodes of kidnappings that you know weren't paranormal. That but Jersey Devil Devil stuff is creepy. Yeah, but you realize in this, it was creepy. The show was very creepy. It was kind of cutting edge where Mulder was, you know, he's this profiler, but he was there was something else going on in the background always on the show, and it was led very heavy sci-fi which i liked you know my introduction to the x-files was with you i had never watched an episode before because for you know i worked friday nights yeah. friday night you know you gotta be at the theaters on friday night and that's when it was on so my first introduction to it was the movie yeah and i didn't want to go see it i said i've never watched the show and you said come on come on let's let's go on it that was actually luckily when they did that movie you didn't have to see the tv show yeah but what it did was it made me then go back and watch the shows. Right. Like Mulder, for, for a sci-fi geek, Mulder had like the dream job. Like every sky, a badge, a gun, and go check out these UFOs and all this scary paranormal garbage. She was always a bitch. She wasn't a bitch. She was a skeptic. It was her job to question Mulder. Like it, it was, that was the show. That was part of the show. But and the then, whole tag of the show was you got to believe and she never believed. No, she did. In the end, Scully believed because there was that whole alien takeover of the planet with the bla- with the virus and uh, all that crap came down at the end. When she got, I think, like they, yeah, she was abducted at one point. Did you watch it when they brought it back for the ten episodes? Uh, I didn't watch all of it. I don't, so think I, so I don't remember. So I think so I you did. didn't like it when they brought it back. I think so I did, did watch it. Oh, 2016, they brought it back around. Yeah. I think I did. I just really don't remember too much of it. I just remember them as a, as a, if we're talking about, you know, duos, they are definitely a duo that should be talked about. Kevin, did you watch the X-Files or no? Not really, no. Just never got into it? Never got into it. I probably should go back and watch it because I think I would definitely like it. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. They deal with some really like old school. I, like, I, you know, I, I do remember the, some episodes with the guys, the conspiracy guys. Oh, the three guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. were they called? Oh. They even did a spinoff show on not those that four, Not the Horsemen. What the? No, I forget what they were called. But the, the show lasted a long time. It was nine seasons, over 200 episodes. And they were probably it, right those on Those guys got spun off into their own show. It didn't last It was kind of hitting it. It's kind of like it, it's it's... Yeah, it's almost like Supernatural, what Supernatural was. Supernatural is like the longest-running sci-fi 
you know, paranormal show ever, but I would say the X-Files before that. And what was their boss's name? <sighs> I know. I don't remember. Skinner. You like that. You like that actor, though. Well, yeah, I like him. Yeah. He's the guy from Shocker and the guy who yeah. gets punched in the face by Buddy Rodale. Skinner. Skinner. That was his name. Skinner. Kevin doesn't watch the show, but Kevin he doesn't remember. Watch Buddy I Skinner. Some weird things. I know I watched a couple of, I watched a few episodes. It's not enough to get too deep into it, but I should go back and revisit it. All right. So I'm going to go from X-Files to... Another TV show. A lot of TV show duos here. There's yeah, a, I think there's TV probably more than It's movie. weird. There's more TV than film, and you wouldn't think it would be that way, but Norman Cliff on Cheers. Ugh. Why ugh? ugh. I, I didn't like Cheers that I much like either. Cheers. I wasn't a big well, fan. What? <laughs> Where am I going to go with this here? Both, neither of you like Cheers. The show ran 11 seasons. Doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, but they were like two middle-aged men sitting in a bar every episode. But they, yeah. were, they were the power... Oh, I shouldn't say power couple because then it would knock me out here. But they were the duo there at the bar. I mean, and there were other people. Frazier was there, and Lilith. Yeah, but f- Coach was that? Frazier and Lilith are power couples. Coach, Coach, Co- Coach was Sam. only there for a couple seasons, then he died. <laughs> Diane, Diane. Yeah, but fr- Cliff and Norm were the com- the true comic relief on that show. But how many lines did they actually have? Every a episode? lot. There were. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. I think the show took advantage of their alcoholism. Well, no, not so much. Not so much Cliff. Norm. Norm was. Norm Cliff had a serious. Norm, not as much as Norm did. Norm had a serious drinking problem. They all did. The show was about a bar. Cliff was a mailman, right? Yeah. Cliff, Cliff was a mailman. Norm and he never had. Like, he never he always had, lied. He never thought to walk home and no, change. No, Cliff didn't lie. Wasn't he a big exaggerator. He was a big tall tale story guy, but he never lied. But how did these guys at the bar every day for happy hour? Yeah, what did Norm, they, they what did Norm do Nobody for a living? Nobody really knew. He was an accountant, I think, for a while, and then he just didn't do anything. He was just there at the bar every day. That's sad. That's a sad couple. It's not yeah. a sad It's sad when it you is. really think about it. A mailman and a guy who's an accountant. Who no one knows what he's doing. Going to the bar and just drinking. But they were, you know, they were a good duo. They helped each other when Cliff was really... How, s- did, how did Cheers make any money? What do you mean? They didn't give the drinks away for free. I, I think there was like, actually an episode about there, Norm's bar tab. Was it ever crowded at Cheers? Yeah. Because uh, it seems like it was just maintained by know, Norm yeah. and, and Cliff. And Sam Malone was a uh, pitcher for the for the Boston Red Sox. And he's bartending? He owned the bar. Oh, he did. Okay. And then he sold it. All right. Yeah, Cheers wasn't my, I don't know, I'm probably blasphemy with some people, but it was It is, because it's one of the most highly regarded shows, and it was a show that was a disaster when it first aired, but Tartikoff kept it on, and it kept Like, on. like Friends, right? Uh, no, Friends was never a... I never liked that No, I never. Just waiting for, like, Cheers the musical. No, that's... The, way, that's the way Broadway is so <laughs> freaking crappy now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. But there's a whole episode like when Norm goes on Jeopardy. You know, there's a lot of funny stuff on Cheers, so I go with Norm. Yeah, no, I guess I'll I, give them to you, but I guess I'm just not a real, like, sitcom. You know, those 90s, late 80s of sitcoms, I there's guess. N- there's none. No, come on, that's not true either. For me. Like crap like Silver Spoons and all that. Other. I was a kid. I was really young, so maybe Cheers is a little too old. Ricky Schroeder wasn't Ricky belly Schroeder. Oh, was and I'm going to tell you guys right now, here, if you've got these people on your list. Kevin, Yep. No Bo and Luke Duke for you. Why? Wow. Nope. No Bo and Luke Duke That's for you. That's a huge... I'm not allowed to use Cletus and Bandit. Sean, you're not allowed to use Brandon Walsh and Dylan McKay. Come on, man. Nope. I forgot. Those were also parameters. Can I use... Because we've used these guys a hundred times. Can I use on the first Dean and Sam Winchester? 
Are they brothers? Who are Dean and Sam Winchester? Supernatural, the longest run. I just that mentioned is, it before. That is One of the, the best longest run sci-fi show. I don't understand because that is the biggest dog shit show on wow. TV right now. Wow, dude! I don't understand are, these these people who love Supernatural. Supernatural that show. That's kind of how it's sometimes it's, uh, it's a it's a good show that just happened to repeat the same kind of It's got kind terrible special effects, story it's got terrible acting. Over and over. I, I kind of think that about some other shows. So like how did you it last like, that long? Like. I don't. I because it had a I huge fan base. People loved it. I don't know it how it's left because people long. loved it. The ending, yeah, the last episode, uh, like, got kind of cranked out because you of watched COVID. all fourteen or fifteen seasons. Yeah. of that piece of crap. Yeah, I got into it. I got oh. into super. I don't know why. Maybe it has some kind of a draw for me. The supernatural aspect of it, and then the characters themselves, and the recurring characters, and just there was something about it that I kind of liked. There's nothing else out there. Kind of. I had like people telling me you got to watch this show. You got to watch this show. This show was worse than. Like the lower rung CW, dude. Show. A lot of the front runners on Supernatural are now doing The Boys, and that's a very popular show too. I've heard The Boys is actually pretty good. Yeah, but a your lot sons of those watch The Boys, don't they? No, uh, my older guy watches The Boys. The Boys is pretty but, crazy. Yeah, it's The Boys to me is like one of those shows where it's it's got it's good, 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 and bad, then goes, and then it's shock. They do just things yeah, it goes way over you. the top. Yeah, like it's like over, over the, the top. top violent superheroes. Right? Yeah, 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 and then it's just over. And it was a comic book that was uh, it was a comic book that was over the top as well. But the, the you know it is, is it based it off is. a graphic novel. It's based off the comic book series. Okay, I didn't know that was a comic. Book. Yeah. We got to do an episode like on like you how you talk about Cheers and Friends and Seinfeld, and I think there's a lot of like bandwagon effect shows, like people want to like them because everybody else likes them. Yeah, no, you, you um, can no, you can't argue on stuff. No, like I Cheers think they're like no, they're like water cooler shows to me. But that was what the whole idea of Thursday Night Must See TV was. I, because you're being told it's Must See TV, but people but, uh, liked the, it. Yeah, I don't miss they like because everyone. Oh, did you watch what George did yesterday? Or oh, look at Kramer. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Like, but I don't think we have that mentality anymore. With, oh my, with are you TV kidding sh- me? With TV shows like that? Yeah, I think with all you the news. Look, look at watch, watch Netflix. He was streaming each week. I think there's so many different forms of people to watch things that it's become very watered down. And, I oh, agree. And you got to be on it. Oh, this is so great. And then when you watch, oh, you hear people talk about shows. Oh, this show is so great. It's so great. You watch it like that. Ah, kind of sucked. Yeah, you would think it would be the opposite effect, where you have so many mediums now to do art, and con- you have so much area for content of just anything you want, and it seems to have not. There is worked. so much stuff to watch that I yeah. just now started watching Breaking Bad, and I've never seen it. And well, I'm you like, wait a minute. Time shit, out. Time out. Really you rewatch shows you've watched already Big four or five times. Big problem. I'm probably like, in the office. You go back, like, Kev. What's he watching? Time. Again, again, again. The Office. The Office. I'm in the yeah, Office. You've seen it already. Seinfeld. You've seen but you it know, already. I haven't watched Seinfeld, but I put The Office on like late at night for a half hour. But you've seen those episodes. Watch. Last night you watched, uh, what did you watch? Blade Runner 2049. Blade Run. Finally, you watched Blade Runner 2049. Great Instead movie, by the way. One back, of my all-time favorite sequels. Fantastic film. And I've told you for how long to start watching it, and you wouldn't. You're right. So You're- stop watching old shows and start watching new stuff. All right, Kevin, what's your next duo? Bill and Ted. No way. Yep. Way. Great power couple. Great. They're not a power couple. They don't love each other. <laughs> no, they yeah, they do. Each other. Nah, they're best they love friends. each other like brothers. Like brothers, yeah. And Bill Preston, Esquire, and, and, and Theodore. Theodore Logan. Logan. Ted, Ted Theodore, Theodore Logan. Logan. So uh, Back to the Future, Time Travel. Back to the Future. <laughs> um, time Traveling, High School Kids. I always thought the idea was so cool in that movie. Imagine like you're a failing high school student. You go back and you gather 
these historians up and bring them back to the class and tell them like what really happened. And bring so them to great. a water park. So great. Bring them to a water park. Well, Napoleon, Napoleon went to the water park. The Napoleon part is the Napoleon's funniest part of that. Napoleon's great. I agree. Napoleon's yeah. the funniest part of um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. They're a great duo, though. That's a good choice. Good dynamic And then the duo. sequels just continually get worse. Yes, yes. And the second one, though, had a great Kiss song at the end of it. Does Kiss appear in it? No, I don't think they appear in it. They play the song at the end. Guy gave God rock gave and roll, rock and roll to, to you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a lousy song. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's a great song. Uh, Kiss is great. But Bill and Ted loved it. Um, and the Bill, movie was not a big hit upon its first release. It did okay, but for yep. a future episode, like we said, movies that got resurrected by cable and video. That, were that was probably, yeah. That's that going to be one yeah, of them. I, I would, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I, I, that's one of the first films I worked as, as as a theater manager, and we had Bill and Ted and the Burbs playing. At the it did make $40 million, though. Burbs was the bigger picture, though. Well, because Tom Hanks, probably. It was just starting to get to be Tom Hanks. There, it was know. a good movie, The Burbs, though. The Burbs was pretty it good. Itself was pretty cool. I think Bill and Ted's better. It's funny. It's a strange movie, The Burbs, and I love Joe Dante, but The Burbs is a strange Bill and, movie. Bill and Ted's better than The Burbs. All right, so I'm going to go from Bill and Ted. I'd have to, I'd oh, have boy. to think about that. Pete's, Pete's. I'm sorry. Bill and Ted's better. I'll right, think. think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go from Bill and Ted. I'm going to go with... Mario and Luigi, the Mario Brothers. You better not be using that shitty Disney movie. Uh, um, what? The one that's coming out is going to no. be huge. What? No, the one coming out no, the nation. The one with Bob Hoskins and Joe. Oh, oh, the uh, one we worked yeah. the theater, Kevin, yeah. with yeah. that. That's part of it, but it's Mario Brothers in totality. It's you know Mario and Luigi, the video game, into yeah. the comic books, into the movies, into the cartoons. They are a huge, huge couple. They're a duo for sure. And you know, brothers, yeah, yeah. Mario came out with Donkey Kong in '81, and then you had Luigi coming out and Mario Brothers in '83. And ever since they've came out, they have been in pop culture to this yeah. day. They still are in pop culture and are extremely popular, and they're making tons of money. They did. Mario Kart's one of my favorite games. Mario it's Kart's a great game. Great game. Great game. And it's 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 almost extraordinary how long they have been generating revenue and how long they have been in, in all medians of and pop culture. Nintendo it was brilliant that they never licensed it out to other yeah. other games. Other so systems. small. Well, he appeared in Donkey Kong, right? Mario, yep, Mario yes, and Donkey they, they've Kong always let their characters cross over. But they've never let them go into other gaming systems. No. Yeah, but for, for duos, that's a duo that everybody from our generation to, to, to kids being born today are yep. going to know Mario and Luigi. Which is why I'm making the argument to a lot of people when I tell them with the new Mario Brothers movie coming out in April. It's going to be I think it's much bigger than the Sonic. It's going to be huge. I'm going to make a prediction. It's the biggest movie of the year, 2023. It could be one I of think them. You, you know might be why? Right. Because I think it's going to be what they call a four-quadrant four picture where it's going to get... Older and younger. It's getting everybody. It's going to get everybody. It's going to get everybody. It's going to play on the nostalgia. The picture's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's going to be the biggest move of the year. Yeah. You heard it here first. Great, great deal. Bigger than Guardians? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think it might be. Yeah, because Guardians, yeah, it's going to pull more than Guardians. I think you have that just, I mean, Guardians is, I mean, Bigger than be, we'll see at the end of the year. We'll see at the end. Yes. I don't. I think Indiana's gonna be a yeah. good, nice first week opening, and then you don't have a five. Year, you don't have a five year old going to see Indiana Jones. Right. And that's it. You're gonna have a five year old and a fifty year old going exactly. to go see Mario. Exactly. Guardians will give it its a run. Guardians. I should probably take that back. I think Guardians will possibly beat it, but those will be the big. I two. don't know. That's gonna be a tough pull for good. Guardians. I mean, that, yeah. I don't know, but I, they're great. They're a great duo. Yeah. Well, you heard it here on first on Bucktooth Gremlins. It will be one of the big, big movie. All right, my next one. These guys have been in. Did they make it? I don't know. I don't know if they made it in all nine films. 
C3PO and R2D2. Uh, they were in all nine. Is R2D2 in Phantom Menace? Yes. And C3PO. He's, all, he's being built. But C3PO is only being built. He but he's in it. He, he is in he it. He is in it, yeah. But these two. <laughs> When we first, first saw Star Wars, they were compared to they were the Laurel and Hardy mm-hmm. of fantasy, of sci-fi fantasy. And the films, the first three films, they have a lot to do with what happens in those first three films, those two characters. They always fit into the action. They, they kind of go into the background of the last, the first three and the last three of the you know, the backwards trilogy, but in four, five, six, were, they are integral to the story. Yeah. And from a marketing standpoint, they were huge back in the 70s. I remember seeing clips of them in the movie theaters. They had the two robots, and that was it the shiny gold robot and this little robot. And that was what drew people, I think, for a while to be like, what is this thing, Star Wars? They were very smart advertising wise with those pushing the robots. two robots and and even if today you go down to you know uh, galaxy's edge in disney in florida how many kids and adults are lined up to make their own robots because you yep. you, you yep. wanted those robots and you know you people did. will wait online and they, it's kind of cool if you've ever seen what they do you pick your own parts for the robot you it's all when, your own creation really cool. i got my radio controlled r2d2 i was so excited yeah and and it kind of blew my mind when i was younger because i was nine when star wars came out it kind of blew my mind when i realized well they're not robots there's actually people inside Uh, those outfits kenny baker right did they stay inside i wonder if they stayed inside those outfits in all nine films or if they i bet you they eventually eventually went to motorized it was probably a mix in everything in everything yeah more than likely it was a mix special effects those guys are doing like maybe when they're walking and interacting in the beginning i think it was tunisia Mm. right when they shot star wars can you imagine being in there in that gold suit yeah for a couple yeah it probably really was somebody at some point but again try to try to argue the point with me that they weren't integral to those four five six chapters no they definitely were yeah absolutely and they kind of just Fade into the background and no argument for me, game. but I I did. I was like, actually annoyed that they faded on how little they use them in seven, eight, nine. Well, they they, they, they don't fit the agenda of the modern writers and producers. Yeah, You're right. It's it's the idea of let's just get rid of the legacy characters. We all we all have yeah. Any any fanboy or any you know, buddy, Star Wars has problems with those three films as far as like their their audience goes. Which right? is why I really film. believe you know when we're talking about legacy characters, I think they're going to find a way to kill Indiana Jones off in this film. Yeah, oh, I, we can't have that because then we have to pick you up off the floor. Oh. <laughs> Unless it's shitty, and I'm gonna go like, all right, he's gonna cry. He's gonna not, cry. Again. I don't want to see that with you because I don't want to experience you. He's crying. gonna cry. Yeah. Oh, you'll people be there looking at us in IMAX watching it. Nah, nah, nah just nah. crushed. Um, all right, I got um Scooby and Shaggy, Shaggy Rogers. Yeah, and, pup- <laughs> and his puppy Scooby Doo. The the bond between the boy and his dog. Yeah, you know, he brings them to the. The uh, the crew and just together, you know, throughout history, shagging Scooby, just going on the adventures with that mystery machine, Scooby snacks. All right, I'm gonna. And this is why I'm gonna tell you why Shaggy is a bad owner. Why he oh. gets his dog addicted to drugs? No, you cannot be addicted yeah. to marijuana. But there's no proof of them ever smoking marijuana. Is oh it? come on, inference, inferencing. Scooby, Shaggy rather is a total stoner, oh, and never, Scooby is addicted I, to Scooby. No one ever saw Shaggy smoking well, weed any time ever. And dogs will eat till they 
vomit essentially so you can give it you can feed a dog forever they're gonna eat till they vomit it is inference like you you know but it's never seen or but it, it's they're definitely a duo i i don't know how much mystery they solve yeah yeah the they solve a few of them do you think fred and velma are getting high no fred's fred's on the straight fred's like straight edge straight edge and velma and what was the other one's name daphne daphne, daphne. fred da- and daphne velma was daphne the- could have dabbled I don't know. No, Thelma would have definitely dabbled. Daphne wouldn't have dabbled. (laughs) But I I just think they're a good duo. They're a good duo, like a dynamic duo. And they had Scrappy too, right? Scrappy, Scrappy, no, but Scrappy came in. Scrappy didn't come in until the late seventies. Yeah, and they had that. They they have the show uh, Saturday morning. A pup named Scooby Doo, which like the origin story of a. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and then the live, the live action films were, did they make money? That was the guy from Scream in The that. first, yeah, Matthew yeah, Fred, Lillard, was yeah, a, yeah, which was Freddie, a great show. What about Freddie Prince? Wasn't he? Freddie Prince was Fred, and yeah. um, Sarah Michelle Daphne Geller. was Sh- Sarah Michelle How many, Geller. there's a couple of those. And Linda Cardellini was Thelma. It was actually cast well. Yeah. They made two of them. The second one kind of did crap, but the first one. Made know. money, right? It's actually I remember Velma. being popular. <laughs> he keeps saying I Thelma. Thelma. It's Velma. Thelma. Velma. <laughs> You know, I, as much as I love the cartoons, I was never really the biggest Scooby-Doo fan because it was the same thing every week. Okay, let's find out who the Phantom is behind the mask. But it was popular. It was very popular. I know. I just, like I said, I just wasn't a big Scooby-Doo fan. I like Scooby-Doo. But see, I like Shaggy. That's, that's, that's a good dynamic duo. Hey, Scoob! Want to sit and get high? Well, from, from getting high. You know who the voice of um, Shaggy was, right? Obvi- obviously not you. Yeah, definitely not <laughs> you. You failed that you know, tryout. Awful. Yeah, you know who the voice was, though? Casey Kasem. Yes. Uh, Wasn't he on the show too, Casey? I one of his idols. Episode. He played Shaggy and also no, himself. I think he show. might play himself on. on hey, he probably did. Uh, all right. So from Scooby Doo and Shaggy to uh, Craig Jones and Smokey from Friday. <laughs> let's go. From one set of stoners to yeah. another. Let's do it. Though that duo, yeah. Ice Cube and Chris Tucker and Friday are. One of the best comedic duos. Like that. They were hilarious. That film was hilarious. It was great. Uh, and was, they were one and done. Yeah, it was. Yep. One, yeah, pretty much one and done. And it, it works maybe because of that. You got, you know, Craig Jones and Smokey. Craig Jones get, winds up getting fired for stealing packages that he swears he didn't take. And his father's pressuring him to become <laughs> a dog catcher. And he's chilling out. And, you know, Smokey's got, he owes uh, Big Worm a Big ton worm. of money. And hijinks ensue from that point on. Funny, funny movie. You know, it's just such a simple... And it works. And it works. works And it works. Because Ice Cube and Chris Tucker, they make that film work. Everybody kind of does in a way. Even their John Witherspoon. Oh, Oh, my God. Best part of the movie. I agree. It is hilarious. And them together and acting together, they're a great duo. They really are. Ice Cube's been trying to get the rights to that movie back because Warner Brothers doesn't for some reason want to make a uh, like a sequel a with the two of them a new one yeah he doesn't uh, well there was wasn't there a next Friday they did a, but next, didn't, fr- they did a next Friday but there was no Chris Tucker in next yeah Friday. maybe he probably wants the rights yeah maybe he wants to do another one or do it right or do you know do a sequel or do a redo I don't know it just seemed like they were lazy films. Like, okay, let's just come to work today. Yeah, I don't think it was lazy improv. at all. I, I think some. I think the improv. I think because of how good they were at improving, it made it seem lazy. It, well, I don't think it was. I think it was a great movie. I, it's funny. It was I wish I could comedy. offer more on it, but I haven't seen the film probably in close to twenty years. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I saw it multiple times. But don't you think if you're going to think of something with Chris Tucker, it should be Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan? No, nah, I like Cube and Cube and Tucker better. 
Jackie Chan and Tucker definitely a duo, but Ice Cube and Tucker, they just hit something there with that movie that just resonated with a ton of people and made, you know, made everybody laugh. They were great together. Chris Tucker's had a weird career. I mean, he just... Yeah, he did, um, was that sci-fi movie with Bruce Willis? Remember? He was Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Dead Presidents and... The Jackie Chan stuff. And he did Jackie Brown. He's but then I went to see him do his stand-up a year ago and... It sucked. Really? He wasn't funny. Uh, he was not funny. Maybe he had only so much in it. But they're talking about rebooting Rush Hour. Ooh. With who? With, no, with the two of them. Oh, really? I'm bringing them back, yeah. Not rebooting a, Maybe. a new sequel to it. But Jackie Chan's got to be close to 70 now, right? Um, I don't know. You know He's what? great, I may go back and rewatch Friday. You should. Yeah, you should. You rewatch all this other movie, <laughs> TV, serial garbage. You're going to rewatch A Love Boat? Ooh. Wow. Really, you might no, see his face. Can. He might do it. You see his face. He's like, yeah. wait a minute. That's a good oh, idea. Wow. Isaac and Gopher for dynamic duos. I didn't think of that. Could have been. My next one. Um, I we said no real life duos in here, but we're never going to be able to use them somewhere else. So I'm going to throw it. You guys want to bitch at me? Go ahead. Siskel and Ebert. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah, we said no people. No real people. But where else am I going to ever be able to get the opportunity to put them in it as a couple? My silence says it all. Odd as couple? A du- as a duo. I guess Siskel and Ebert, but they're real people. But these two guys weren't like, they weren't the best of friends. They, but weren't, they, they, they weren't the best of critics. So they were the, <laughs> what do you mean they weren't the best of critics? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Well, we is, give, your, we're giving them your, a run for their money right now. Look, this is your I ball. Mean, I mean, they started out on public television doing a weekly TV series called Sneak Previews with two guys sitting there in the balcony talking about the week's movies that were coming out. Like the guys from the Muppets. Then it went to At the Movies, which was syndicated on TV, and then it went into Siskel and Ebert at the movies. And these guys did talk shows, appearances, and... Well, they became the movie guys for a while. They were the movie guys. But anyway, it's an opinion, like what we're doing now. Like what made them the... uh, the you know the be all end all of movies. They they aren't movie people. I would love to see you, go back. You have broken your criteria. Yes, right now. Can you go back and look at their review of Alfred Justice? Oh, they both hated it. Exactly. So what do they know? Nothing. They, both, yeah. they know as much as I do. They both hated it. They called yeah. like um, Friday the Thirteenth when it came out. They compared it to pornography. Yeah. No, exactly. Thirteenth. No, exactly. No, and I used to watch it as a kid every week because I always wanted to see what movies they were talking about. Oh. From that, I'll go to some real movie critics, Antoine Merriweather. Yeah, Antoine. You're gonna, so you're going to just totally... Because they're not in the parameters. So I'm going right to Blaine Edwards and Antoine Merriweather, men on film. <laughs> the gay system. In living color. Yes. They were a dynamic <laughs> they duo. They are not a dynamic duo. Yeah. Yes, they, they are. Were, uh, Ab- once every couple of months, they would show up in a sketch. They a- are not a dynamic ske- duo. It was a Pete. sketch comedy. They were absolutely Pete, hilarious Let's together. relax, Pete. Because we didn't like Siskel and Ebert, let Kevin get his in, please. Antoine Merriweather and Blaine Edwards from Living Color. Love it. Thank you, Sean. Love it. Two, two snaps two, and a two twist. Snaps yep. and a twist. Yeah, and David Allen Greer got that from actually being I, backstage with, with gay actors, and that's and where he got that they from. They were hilarious. And the, the show was very highly criticized by the LGBT community at that time. Oh, Q, forgot that. And 
he went on Phil Donahue defending himself. Oh, David Allen Greer? No, um, Wayne's. As a comedian. David as a comedian. He, yeah. He's the one who had all the funny lines, and Alan Greer was straight. No, he was fun, the funny. The, no, the funny Keenan part, went on had to The funny the part to me was them making each other laugh. Yeah, that was a, absolutely. That's what I would, I would love that. Like the when he's like. Just cracking like each other when up. When he's talking about the Karate Kid part two. And he's like, oh, little Pat Morita. Little Pat Morita. It's so funny. So I. To me, those are two real movie critics. They I mean, weren't yeah. real movie critics, on, though. But they didn't do movies. They, they also did men on. They did they men did on sports. vacation, men on football, men on uh, yep. videotape rentals. Oh, I didn't remember that. That they no, they did a bunch of different things. It wasn't books, just men on film. Men on art. They were a dynamic duo. The two of them. And didn't they use "It's Raining Men" every time? Hey, yeah, that yeah. was their theme song. And they had a little hat, a different little yeah. hat. One <laughs> of them had a. It was very funny. And one of them always Blame. wore lipstick. I think. They, I mean, just and David Allen Greer's hairstyle. I think David Allen Greer is such an underrated comedian. Absolutely, oh, so he is underrated, so funny. So shout out to David Allen Greer, Mr. McAfee. Yes, with the big boot. Oh, that you know, and as a comedian, much like Phil Hartman, he played a lot of the straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except except this role. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, all right, so from real, uh, real movie critics, from real movie critics <laughs> to I'm going to go with suck. a duo in film, legendary duo in film who everybody knows. I'm going Riggs and Murtaugh. Oh yeah, we've everybody talked about them every several show. times. Have, this has they've to be come the, up. This is the third time they've come up. I was going to say, can yep. this be the last time Lethal Weapon is mentioned? Ooh, Probably have, no, no, no. I got an idea for Definitely a show where not. they're going to have uh, to get mentioned. This is too much for Lethal Weapon. But Riggs and Murtaugh, classic duo. The two cops, the old one ready to retire, the young gun, like a little too aggressive, and they come together and they become a family. And every film in the Lethal Weapon, you might not like one or the other. You know, you might like one better than the other, but they get progressively worse. They do, too. but all together. Lethal Weapon is a solid franchise, and Riggs and Murtaugh are the backbone of that franchise. I'm too old for this shit. Two snaps and a twist from me. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> what would Siskel and Ebert say? I love the first two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does Siskel and Ebert say about I Lethal love the Weapon? First two and <laughs> I hated it. I love the first two, and then I just think, like I said, they get progressively worse. I don't think they get progressively I just think that's just the The, no, the, the fourth one gets like politically preachy in a weird way talking about immigrants and stuff but yeah. i'm talking about the duo of riggs and yes no, and solid, no great solid dynamic solid duo. solid great duo and they're friends in real life and it shows it shows that it shows yeah. you they they love making those films and it definitely they did and donner it comes through and absolutely shows that they love making those films while watching it and they don't go tongue-in-cheek cannonball run style where you know burt reynolds says everybody else is in on a joke they have a lot of fun making those movies. And speaking of a lot of fun with a movie, Jake and Elwood are my next couple. Blues Brothers. My next duo. Hated it. <laughs> just kidding. No, I like the Blues Brothers. I, like I mean, That's and, and they're, <laughs> they're not brothers. I mean, they're from an orphanage, but they are not brothers. No, they're, good. I like they're, it. I like they're that. actually really good friends. It's got some of the best car chases ever put in film. They destroy them all. They... They do 120 miles an hour through those Chicago... And the, sto- the, the story itself track. is they're trying to make money for the orphanage, They're right? trying to make money for... Yeah. The- what happens is Jake gets released from jail. Right. And they go back to the orphanage and get smacked around by the nun for cursing too much. <laughs> and she keeps telling, don't come back till you redeem yourself. And they end up going to, um, to church. And James Brown is the pre- is the reverend in the church, <laughs> and there's this big crazy dance number in the church, but uh, Jake sees God. He sees they, James Brown keeps asking him, "Do you see the light?" And 
he says, yes, I've seen the light. And he starts doing flips through the church. And they're a great duo. Yeah. I would definitely say together. They are. Like they have. Yeah, they've put their staple on like, they're, they're, you know, there's toys out there of Jake and Elwood, the cars. Like, they've definitely put their stamp as a huge duo in film. Elwood's the brains of the duo, too, though. Jake is the front man, but Elwood's the brains. All right. I got my duo here. I wonder if this might be. The, you could probably check this out quick if you have a computer, but uh, the top grossing duo of all time Woody and Buzz. I think they are. Mm. I think from they, Toy Story. For, you know, if right? you're talking about one particular set of characters from a movie, I believe they are. Yeah, I, and I got to give a shout out to my son, uh, my oldest son. He he mentioned I was uh, he's like, oh, what, are you, "What are you guys doing this week?" And I told him he's like, "Oh, Woody and Buzz," and he's he's absolutely right. Your and, oldest? Yeah, and I think Toy Story was something. Even when I saw it when it came out early, I was like, "Man, I always thought as a little kid, like when you go to sleep, your toys get up and like you know, yeah. you know, talk to each other and hang out." And yeah, I I, I just think Woody and Buzz have hit everything you know they have uh, their own like part of a theme park now right i think toy story land very in, bi- very big franchise all four films really good all four films with a lot of heart yeah yeah and they're definitely yeah they're and definitely if, if there are any disney listeners out there if you're a disney fan bob Iger, you screwed up big time with, how, how with, so? because they should have remade splash mountain instead of tiana's right princess and frog it should have been prospectors pete's falls it went so well with big thunder mountain railroad i can tell you why they're not doing it because they've already got the pixar land over and i know that's yeah that's exactly what it was but that would have been a cool thing if they before they did pixar if they wanted to redo splash mountain it should have been have you seen all four i have not seen the last one i haven't i saw one oh they were all good is the fourth one good they're all good i didn't see they're all good two three or four i took my um 20-something-year-old nephew to see the third one when it came out. Were you holding hands? He's 40. Like, but he's like, like, 40 right now. No, he's... What? No, he's <laughs> like, what? I think he's turning 30 this year. Like, um, or he turned I thought he was going to say, like, 10. Last year. I thought he was going to say, I took <laughs> my 10-year-old <laughs> nephew. Here's what I'm saying. That must have been a sight to behold. <laughs> no, what I'm saying... Yeah, I took my 28-year-old well, nephew to see his, Toy Story. His sister and I... And he, his sister and I went, and just because he's got a, the, uh, the mind of a child doesn't mean he is a child. And he cried. He did. He cried. Oh, no, God. he cried. No, he well, did. But that's how emotionally, he, age... emotionally attached he was to those characters. Wow. Well, you cried when ET died. But uh, I was at that right age. Yeah, and at twenty-eight years old, I don't think I'd cry. If, like, I didn't cry when Han Solo died. Cry at any movie? You have never, ever, neither of you have ever cried in a movie. No. Yes. I don't Which think I have. Backdraft. You did not. <laughs> no, no, Sean might. I no. almost cried at Backdraft. <laughs> yeah, because you wanted yeah. to, after it was over, you wanted to go be a fireman. Oh, I was ready to be a fireman. No, oh. I actually think one of the, if we're, no, if we're crying movies, I, I, I get emotional, I I but I never yeah, really never? come to crying. No. I've been emotional in movies for sure. I don't, don't 100%. get me wrong. But I don't think I've been to the point of actually crying. Yeah. At, nah. The closest I've ever been since something like <laughs> E.T. with a movie were emotional, but it wasn't just crying. It was just because of shell shock. It was Blade probably the opening of Saving Prime Ryan. That first twenty five minutes, that was an emotional. That was a roller coaster. I wasn't, was I wasn't emotional. emotional. I was like, "Holy shit!" the whole time. Just like, not that I was going to cry, but but it just, it's really. No, I said not that I was going to cry. But you said you were emotional. I was very emotional watching. I'm trying to think, trying to think of, of all those people that died on that beach. That we got to do a show, movies that made Pete cry. Yeah, uh, that's. A I don't lot. think I've ever come to tears. In no, I don't why think would I've you ever. have thought I would have cried at Blade Runner? 
No, I, I said, didn't. I said, like, did you watch it last night? Yeah, but why? Braveheart why? was sad at the end. Braveheart, I got emotional at the end. I have not seen it since it first came out. Wow, that was a sick scene, sick ending. But I can't. Yeah, man, it's a great. Not that I, I gotta actually think about had that. tears, but Nothing. emotional for sure. Nothing. Which one? No, no, I've been emotional for sure, but not, not where tears are coming out of my Kevin, eyes. Kevin, I can't believe you've never come close at any time. No, ever. it's definitely been emotional. I think actually, it's kind of funny to say that. I think unlike, when, um, unlike your, but, your, unlike your better half, she cries. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But Buttermaker, uh, you know, he yells at Amanda in Bad News Bears. That's a, a very, sad very sad scene. scene. That's yeah, very that's sad. A that's a sad scene, scene from one of my favorite and sports movies. When I went back and watched it, that's what I kind of was like. Wow, that's a really tough scene with her. She's a young kid during. I mean, we're, that's great we'll, acting. We'll get into that on another yeah, episode. But yeah. that movie is one of the most realistic, I think, sports movies yes. yeah. of that time. So speaking that was, of yeah, realistic movies, I'm going to go with uh, Lloyd and Harry from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really realistic. <laughs> Lloyd and Harry from Dumb and Dumber. Well, it was realistic. If you pee yep. on someone's back, you get stuck to <laughs> the freezing cold. If you drink too much X lax or whatever, <laughs> what did he drink that made? I don't know. Just crap out. That was such a fun. Oh, Oh, that is the whole movie's hilarious. The, movie's the three of us went to see that oh, movie together. And Kevin, you you were dying at what that scene. What did they give the guy? The heart, what did they give me? He passed out the guy from the heart attack. Oh, the defibrillator. <laughs> they put like they put jalapenos and on his the laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, they laugh at the guy dying. <laughs> the guy is dying. <laughs> the tuxedos. <laughs> they oh, they keep the kid's bird's head back on. <laughs> it's also got one of my favorite lines ever, ever in a movie. Let's go to Aspen. <laughs> Harry goes, I don't know, Lloyd, the French are assholes. <laughs> when the beer flows like wine, Aspen. <laughs> then no, when, when he's like, he turns on, oh, look at the ass on that one. Yeah, I bet he works out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's another movie with, I was looking forward to the sequel, and the sequel was terrible. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Total the, dynamic the, duo. The, for, the, definitely a dynamic duo. The, those outfits, the red and the, the blue and the orange. Oh, <laughs> they, might so be, they might be the most equal duo on this list. Yeah, as far as yeah, as far as being funny, not as far as being as far as on the same qual- wavelength. On the same wavelength. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's like, no, yeah. there's not one that's more dominant than the other. Nope, they're both like they're they're definitely yeah. equals in the fact that they're both idiots. Yeah, I would think it, but in mine, there's definitely if I look at all my lists, there's definitely like a one a one A and one B. And I, you know, Jeff Daniels before that was had a reputation as a serious actor and. I would have never in a million years had thought he could. Yeah, he's fun. like yeah, speed. He was, he was so serious. <laughs> he was really good. <laughs> well, yeah, nice. Yeah. Speed. He was so serious. That was such a god. Dumb and Dumb was so funny. It is. That it's was so, so funny. They're such a funny duo. Uh, All right, Harry, Harry and Lloyd. Love it. And I'll give you another funny duo. Felix and Oscar. Oh, oh, odd couple. Odd couple. Which iteration? Which one? The movie or the TV show? I hate to say it. As much as I like Matthew and Lemon. I've got to go with the TV show with Klugman and... Yeah, because you watched that. Randall. Klugman and Randall. They were... The two of them were so great together. The show only... It only ran four seasons. And oh, wow. You know who it's produced and create? Well, Neil Simon Aaron Spelling? It. No. <laughs> Gary Marshall. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Happy, it was, days. Yeah. Happy days. That's why Penny Marshall plays, their, plays Jack Klugman's secretary. The two of them have such. Uh, the two of them were such close friends, Klugman and Randall, and it shows on that screen every time they, th- how well they play off of each other. The film is a bit more antagonistic and a bit more, at times, I don't want to say dramatic, but more so than the TV show, which <laughs> you could see why Felix is driving Oscar crazy. 
it's a really fun TV show. It had a lot of like special guests. Um, Howard Cosell appeared, David Steinberg. Yeah, uh, because Oscar was a sports writer, right? Oscar was a sports writer. Well, he's a sports writer in the movie. I too. don't remember a lot from that TV show. I remember Felix when he blew his nose. Like, yeah, yeah, he had a weird thing that he kept doing with that, but I don't really remember. I didn't really watch it. Yeah, I mean, I remember just the intro. I remember Grandma used to watch it sometimes. Yeah. used to be on the TV. But yeah, Grandpa was a big fan of it. Yeah. My grandfather was a big fan of it, too. Yeah, I remember little snippets of it in my memory. If you ever get the chance, go back and watch some reruns of The Odd Couple, feel it, uh, or watch the movie. You know, you got two pros with Lemon and Mathow together in that movie. It's one of Neil Simon's best plays and, and one of his first, Odd Couple. All right, I got a couple here. Well, today they're a couple. Ernie and Bert. <laughs> they won't know it's a couple, but uh, Ernie and Bert. That's there's the, a the lot of people that uh, want to. The progressive wing of Sesame Street has totally changed the uh, story, but yeah. well, did they ever come out and say that Ernie I, and Bert were a couple? I, I think no so. I, I mean, I think so, but they're just two friends. They're two buddies. That's when they, I was a that's kid, the way they're I two was, friends. That's the way it should be. It's a, a, ch- it's a child show. It's a puppet. It's, it's a puppet show. But Ernie and Bert yeah. were definitely you know, living together. Always show. Like, like always hanging out, right? Teaching kids you know? how to say their ABCs. Yeah. Well, Ernie was always pissing Bert off. Yeah, but Ernie was definitely like the he was like a protagonist. Wild man. Yeah, like a wild man, Ernie. I don't. I don't. Yeah. It's like that's the odd couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the odd couple. They, that's why I went into that. Yeah, they really were the odd couple. You're right. Yeah. But Bert was the total straight man, and Ernie was always getting himself into trouble. Yeah, Ernie with that big old head of his. Like, one of the <laughs> Those big orange hands. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, then, and he had that wavy black hair, and Bert had that little patch of like, black right on top. I mean, Eddie, 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 Ernie's yeah. like, like, you just mentioned your nephew, but Ernie's a man-child. He has plays rubber duckies in the pool. In the rubber tub. duckies. Yeah, he's like a man-child, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man child. I never thought of Ernie like being a man child. Yeah, he, he plays bubble bath with, with rubber ducks. It's like uh, you know, you're, 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 you're assuming they're adults you. that can afford their own apartment. <laughs> oh, the, the magic kid. of Jim Henson yes. and Frank Oz. Yes, Ernie yeah, and Bert. Ernie, Ernie and, and Bert. Bert. I'll go from Ernie and Bert. I'm going to go to a more recent film. We've talked about it before, but I do think they are a good duo. I think they they reflect. Uh, I don't know that there are times, and that's Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth. Once oh, upon a time in Hollywood, yeah, we did that, yeah. I think they're two aged, aging out. Well, there's an aging out actor and an aging out stuntman who are watching their their world kind of not collapse, but their world kind of go away from what it was into this new kind of world with hippies and stuff. And they both have to like weave through that world in their own way, and they both do it together. And they don't. Part of the film, it's definitely a buddy film, definitely a duo film. And at the end, when you think they're going to separate, I felt bad. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to see these two guys lose this relationship. You did. But, you thought they were going to separate. I thought they were going to separate. And then they don't when he's like, bring bagels. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> Cliff will like, always be. They will always be in each other's them. lives. And yes. it's a, they're a great, great duo. Yeah, like, I agree. You know, and Cliff actually keeping Rick on the straight. Like, when Rick's having, like, his breakdowns. Cliff, come on, straighten up. You're yep. Rick Dalton. Yeah. Like, that's why I always kind of believe that Rick was the sidekick and Cliff was the alpha male. No, there's no sidekick. No, they are they're, a duo they're for a duo. sure. Absolutely, they, they, they're, they're with each other, and and it's just a, it's a more recent film where it's a duo that's kind of like. Do you think Cliff yeah. killed his wife? I think yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he definitely shot her right with that spear gun yeah. right in the head. Yep, kicked her overboard. So it was a yeah, fishing def- accident. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're a duo for me a pick of of, of recent he didn't recent get any stuff. life insurance money because he was living in a trailer 
<laughs> yeah, with his dog. <laughs> he's, eating, uh, he's eating macaroni and cheese yeah. right out of a pot. Yeah, he is. On the... I've done that. Have you eaten? Yeah, macaroni and cheese right out of the pot. Yeah. I eat yeah. soup out of a pot all the time. You, you eat, eat popcorn every night. You eat cereal out of a bowl with no milk. I eat cereal Ugh. with no milk. What's wrong with cereal with no milk? It's not Why the cereal with no milk. Bowl? It's the fact that you put it in a bowl and eat it with a spoon. Yeah. And there's no milk in the bowl. Why even do the it. process of putting it in a bowl and eating with a spoon? Just, Just put it stick in your hand, hand in and eat it out of the box. And, and, and I don't eat popcorn every night either. You eat popcorn yeah, every single that. night. Yeah. Against doctor's orders. Once or twice a week. Not every okay, single so, night. Okay, so let's, let's pull it back. Yeah, pull it back. All right, so Pete, from one, <laughs> par- more one Tarantino couple to another, Jules and Vincent. Pulp oh, Fiction. Oh, like it. Vincent Vega. Vincent, Vincent Vega and Jules, Jules Winfield. Winfield. <laughs> There's another movie where I will remember the screening of it, and Kevin came back from the Grateful Dead concert a little, shall we say, feeling no pain. Out of this world. Out of this world. And you go walking into that movie, and you saw Jules Winfield, Kevin, and you couldn't stop Because laughing. of the Jerry Curl, and he was just such a bad, <laughs> just, like, he was a, a badass bad. dude. He bad. was bad. And his, his lines are great. He just really well-written. The delivery is like, spot on. He was great, great character. Yeah. Now, Jack, he, Jackson and Tarantino, Jackson just handles Tarantino dialogue better than him. But with Jules, I mean... Is, <laughs> Is Jules the more dominant character? Absolutely. Than Vincent? Absolutely. Vincent's kind of an idiot. Yeah, Vin- Jules is definitely smarter than Vincent. Vincent isn't more. I mean, Vincent's who goes into a, a bathroom and takes a dump when you're trying to, like... And leaves the gun on the and counter. And leaves the gun on the counter, yeah. yeah. Jules was definitely smarter. He was definitely more the, the vocal one. He had, like... In the, the Diner Robert, he's the one talking yeah. to those two. Like, that speech at the end that he gives is great. Oh, it's great. He's the leader of the two of them, for sure. He's absolutely. Because Vincent's just standing there in a diner, right? But Jules is handling the situation. So then does it violate what I say? Is Vincent the sidekick? Uh, they're they're, duo. they're, they're a definitely duo. duo. Just one's a little bit stronger. Now, well, that's true. He's more of a stronger character. I, guess. I, I think yeah. if Tarantino really wanted to, he could have went and spun those two off into another movie. I think part of it was was Sam ja- Samuel Jackson out acting John Travolta in a way. I don't want to say that because that was Travolta's comeback movie, so it I was, don't think but he was out acting. I don't know. Well, maybe it was written that way, but... It, it's the much- showier role. Yeah, for sure. Because don't forget, Vincent Vega is kind of a stoner. Yeah. Um, right. And he is supposed to be more of a lunkhead, right? Yeah. yeah. He's and the, Travolta's scenes are actually better with Uma Thurman. Then, yeah. Yes. Where he, he has his own separate. That's weird, right, though? Vincent Vega has his whole separate thing, and kind of Jules is just with Vincent. He doesn't have his own offshoot, really. Right. I mean, there was talk. I'm, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Vincent Vega character is brothers with the Michael Madsen character in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Vic Vega. Vic yeah. Vega. And they were going to make a Vega Brothers movie and I think I would have rather have seen another movie about yeah. Vincent and Jules. I think it would have been cool if he's if he if Tarantino at the time if he was off shooting Vincent Vega giving him his own arc within the story he should have done the same thing with Jules in a way and given him a little arc too and then brought them back together. I think it would have worked. I mean Jules he says he's going to leave the business behind and go walk the earth like Kane from Kung Fu. Yeah. He's yeah. the only one who actually finds a different path out of the film into a into a different yeah. life. It's they're they're a good they're a good duo. They definitely sure. are. Yeah. They definitely are. So Jules and um Vincent for me. All right, I just had a quick change of heart here because I don't know if this the next the group of the couple I was a duo was actually really a duo. So I'm gonna switch gears and go to Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. I was gonna say Luke and Leia from Star Wars, but I don't think they're really a duo. Well, they the didn't do, they yeah. didn't do much t- 
together. Together, though, right. Really. So I, I think Beavis and Butthead. They don't really do anything together. Right. He saves her. They escape That's from it. her. That's so it. Like my yeah. last second curveball here, I was thinking Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Nine seasons, 243 episodes, just two they were really... That, well, the episodes were only, what, five minutes each, right? Five or ten minutes yeah, each. They were, they were quick. Quick episodes, but just so... They were so very, very funny. popular. They had their own movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had their own... The movie was big, too. Opened up number one that weekend. I think 19.1 I mean, million. Yeah, Beavis My is God. like... He's got multiple personality disorder, right? That's the great Cornholio. It shows his multiple personality disorder. <laughs> so, yeah. But it really just... A show that lasts for a long time. And we had a, we had a cousin that looked just like Butthead. Looked like Butthead. And just such a, a, a really influential show at that time. Yeah. Early My, 90s, right? Mike Judge. Mike Judge, yeah. And then he went to King of the Hill, which also had a huge following. Love for heavy metal, hard rock. They were like a more amped up version of um, those other two guys. Uh, Bill and Ted. No, uh... Wayne's World, kind of like they oh, were like a, hard, a yeah. hardcore, like punk rock Wayne's World. Beavis and Butthead, always getting into stuff, you know. <laughs> Do you yeah. think Butthead was smarter than Beavis? I don't know. Ooh, I think they might be like Lloyd and 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 Harry. They might be equal. I got myself into an embarrassing situation one day. I had a friend of mine, and you guys know him, but I'm not going to mention it on here. Told me that he worked with a girl that looked just like Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> And he said to me one day, come up, meet me at the office. And then we'll we'll go out to dinner together. I said, okay. So I go into Manhattan. I go up to his office. And <laughs> I go walking in. And I see the girl. And she looks just like Beavis. <laughs> just comes up to me. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did the same face. It sounded just like Beavis. And I look at <laughs> her face. And I erupt in laughter right in her face. And she had no idea why. She thought I was the craziest son of a bitch she had ever met. <laughs> I was cursing him when it was over. Ugh, girl looked just like Beavis. How scary is that? I, th- I think it's great because it got so much attention, Beavis and Butthead, like positive and negative. Like people thought it's like Beavis and Butthead was going to be the end of the world, or the end of like the youth in America. Like, no, but it really was. Yeah, there's a lot that. of there's a lot of critics of Beavis and. and Go look up now and watch how people like probably interpret Beavis and Butthead today. But that was also MTV in its heyday with getting all these yeah. shows. That, The Real World, it was early. Jersey Shore. And now it's it was just, before that, right? It was totally a Gen X show. It really represented yeah, yeah, Gen it X. Was Gen show. X. Yeah, definitely. It, definitely was. <laughs> it, was a, it was a, as you mentioned earlier in previous episodes, it was Beavis and Butthead were a lot different than, you know, Brandon McCain, Dylan Walsh. Dylan, right? Yeah. Dylan McCain, Dylan, Brandon Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. They were like two, they were two dirt opposite. They were two dirtbag kids. Yeah. Did you like the cartoon part more or were they criticizing the videos? Oh, the videos were the videos hilarious. Were, yeah, that you was funny. It would be great when they would throw like a, like, a Mariah Carey video on <laughs> in the middle of it, just sabotage it. And they uh, wouldn't say anything. They'd just be looking at it, like in pure, yeah, like utter pure, shock and horror. Shock. <laughs> there was one funny line of it where I remember a teacher, their Spanish teacher is yelling at them because they're failing in Spanish, and they said, um, the only taco, the only Spanish that Beavis knows is Taco Bell, and he can't even get that right. <laughs> But it, there was a lot of controversy with Beavis and Butthead. Just yeah. I don't time. remember the controversy. Uh, yeah, he got um, a young boy set fire to his home, and the the two oh, girl, right, that and I do the remember. girl passed, and they blamed it on Beavis and Butthead well, setting just, fire. Right, but, that's just an easy. Answer. But they were definitely, I think, I think those two are completely equal knuckleheads. Right? Yeah, 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 they're, they're, they're knuckleheads. Yeah, there yeah. is not one more. Dominant. Yeah, no, one I, is not. 
I just yeah. thought of this at the last second because I was like, oh, I was Luke and Leia, but I'm like, ah, they're really not. But I forgot he had multiple personalities. <laughs> Only when he had caffeine. Too, <laughs> yeah, much, yeah, caffeine, too much caffeine, <laughs> he would bug out. All right. I'm going to go from Beavis and Butthead. I'm going to take it up to a, another recent movie with these two guys that I think are a good duo because, again, I think they're very funny and they're able to play off each other. And that's, uh, I'm going to go with Schmidt and Janko from the new 21 <laughs> Drum Street. Uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Ch- Chad <laughs> Love that movie. I think it's, oh, that you, movie And the sequel's so not bad either. Funny. Oh, no, 22 they're Jump. funny. And those two guys are really, really funny. They're very, they work well together. They work, well they work together. really well together. They make a really nice comedic <laughs> duo. And they took the 21 Jump Street and they they spun it into something that's really uh, just a raw They took comedy. a crappy TV show and actually made a they, fun They did. They, yes. took, they took a good TV show good TV and they show. made a not really funny movie good. out of it. Yes, it is good. Go back and watch it. You're not good laughing at people in their face. Yeah. <laughs> you are kind of evil. The pizza <laughs> yeah. kind of like a beavis. Yeah, wow. He's like a real... But yeah, those are two guys that definitely need a shout out in duos for sure. Yes. Ice Cube is also great in those movies too. Yeah, he's awesome. I just, the whole, I, everybody is. Yeah. The, the, the movies are... When they always have a freaking hilarious line at some point or another within like every 10 minutes there's something hilarious. Yeah. I love that. The movie's great. I love that movie. So you, you like What's-His-Name's Brother... <laughs> Oh, um, I love. Uh, he's actually. I, that, oh, Franco. Um, Franco's Frank, brother. Yeah, Kevin yeah, I think. I think Franco. that kid. That guy. Is Dave such, Franco. Dave Franco to me is like if there was a movie about me ever made, he'd have to play me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. Dave so you Franco's like him in awesome. Disaster Artist too? I, 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 everything he's in, he's funny. He is, he was fun. He's funny. He's he's good. he's good. I like him a lot. <laughs> we talked <laughs> in the beginning about like the environment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, then he punches the kid. Oh, it's just the movie's great. And the thing I like about the the Jump Street film was didn't expect it to be good. That's no. why I think I liked it. No idea out of the blue. That's why it was. And it was also yeah. the first time I saw Channing Tatum doing comedy. I'm like, he's pretty funny. He's funny. He's good. He's, he's good. He's pretty freaking funny. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'll I love give it. You, I'll give you. Some I love it. Yeah. All right. I'll go into another comedy duo here. Jay and Silent Bob. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Clerks, Morats. So many. Yeah. Smoking weed, noids, 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 drinking beer, smoking, smoking weed, smoking, smoking. What was the other one they were in? Just the one that where they went with Mark Hamill or uh, oh, James and Bob Strike Back. Mark Hamill's a giant Chase. fist. <laughs> They're what? Mark Hamill has the giant <laughs> fist. They're fighting so <laughs> Chasing they, Amy. Are they in the the other one, the religious one? They are they, dogma. in Dogma. Right? They're yeah, a they're big in, part of Dogma. They are, they are too. I mean, Jason Mewes is hilarious. They are, yeah, he they're very funny. I mean, he carries it because Smith doesn't talk. Well, Smith doesn't talk, but but Silent Bob is the brains. Yes, yes. yeah, he's the brain. Jay is like the Beavis and Butthead of the group, and, yeah. and Silent Bob is yeah, speaking the brains. Of, yeah, speaking of Beavis and Butthead, these two are for that, everything. I like everything they're in. But I mean, yeah. look how many films that they've done with those two and, car- yep. and a cartoon series. Yep. I mean, and I think they did comic books as well. They also have a lot of toys out, a lot of figurines, yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, statuettes. I mean, Shut up, Pete's Kevin, basement. Kevin yeah. Smith is a whore. Uh, let's let's face it. He he he'll whore out his he's, characters. He's as much as and he's can. a big comic book he's guy. A, I think he wrote for Daredevil see, at one point. I, I take offense at it. He's a businessman. I would do the same exact yeah, thing. Yeah, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who you wouldn't? would? Be? I would. Sean would. Yeah, and it would be a pop vinyl. There would be a pop vinyl of me. For Call sure. me what you want. I'd have comic books, t-shirts, underwear, socks. Wherever you I can get, you can it. make Mugs, the bucks go in and do it. Hell but yeah. it doesn't mean it's not whoring out. So what? No, it's not. Yeah. It's not called that at all. It's called being a businessman or businesswoman. Yeah, there's, there's definitely no way that that's frowned upon. No, at all. Not in my book. 
He's so making George money. Lucas did a Star Wars everything. Yeah. And Rocky. Look, look around. Yeah. Indiana Jones. This is why I wish you on YouTube. Let me just get a camera show everything in, in Pete's apartment that you're buying from yeah, Simpsons. For you to say and, that and, is the worst thing ever because you, you help those people yeah. who are putting those things out there. Exactly. You purchase it. All right, guilty as charged. Yes. I'll make fun of Kevin Smith. I like Kevin Smith. No, I do too. I didn't like what yeah. he did with He Man, but that's another problem. That's another Yo, whole You guys said that was a disaster, oh, no, right? Not talking not about talking it right now, Pete. Can't get into and it. And I can't still haven't seen Very Clerks. upset. And I still haven't seen Clerks 3. Oof. Yeah, bye. All right. Here's one of my favorite. <laughs> yep. <laughs> James Sonny Crockett <laughs> and Ricardo Rico. Tubbs, Miami Vice. Hey man, it's That's, me, Rico. That was not Ricardo Tubbs. That was it was his, that alias. Was his alias. Yes, yes. But uh, Miami Vice, one of as Pete knows, and you guys will probably one of my favorite television shows of all time. Um, just Crockett and Tubbs, they kind of are thrown together, right? As Tubbs's brother is killed, and he moves down to Miami Dade to find the killer, and they just you know get together. They're actually against each other in the pilot. In the pilot, they are. And then he jumps on the boat. It's it's just amazing, amazing uh, TV show. So I think Crockett and Tubbs, just fashion icons, music icons. You know, just I, I wish they did something more with that show. Even today, there's yeah. there's got to be something done with those guys. They too, just too well, they did a movie. I know the, lo- the movie's not bad. It's okay, but it should have been with those. Croc- Crockett's the stronger one, though. Right? Not necessarily. Are they equal? equal? I don't know. I'd say Crockett. I would say. I know the two mass murderers. I would say Crockett's a bit more. They killed a shit ton of people. I would say Crockett killed. Not Tubbs, Crockett. Crockett killed a lot. Crockett Crockett was over 100 people he killed. Didn't you, didn't you do a that? Was, that was a guy on, on, um, on online that did it. That online that did. I mean, fashion icons, car icons. And I think, but Tom, Crockett wasn't like the. I always took it at Crockett was like the leader, kind of. And Tom no. was like his. They're, no. But they're, they're equal. Yeah, they're, they're kind of. Yeah, they share different. They each have their own stories. And yes. go Tub, and, Tubbs just had a problem with his accent that every time he was trying to be a Colombian for, or Jamaican. The Demount South, he would always do a Jamaican accent. Oh, like undercover. Yeah, his Jama- he was a Jamaican accent for every accent he had to do. It was always a Jamaican accent, even though he wasn't portraying a Jamaican. <laughs> he, was, he was on the cover. But Crockett and Tubbs, that's a good couple. That's a good duo. Yeah, I keep saying Burnett. couple, but it's a good duo. His, yeah. his alias is Sonny Burnett. <laughs> he actually became Sonny Burnett. When yes, he, he became when he, when he Sonny Burnett. Yes, he suffered from amnesia. We have an announcement about Miami Vice down And Ricardo and Rico Cooper. That was, Rico Cooper. Yes, Rico Cooper. All right, Sean, you got um, another one. I have one. This will be my last one. This is a big one, and it's it's. I guess the geeks Crockett and Tubbs. It's going to be <laughs> the gonna geek be, Crockett and Tubbs. It's going to be Roy and Moss from the <laughs> IT crowd. The IT crowd is a fantastic English comedy. It ran, uh, I think, four or five seasons. No, Pete? it ran th- three. Very short, but uh, like most Britcoms. Yeah, Roy was played by Chris O'Dowd, and Moss was Richard Iote. Yeah, Moss. And they yeah, Moss. <laughs> are brilliant in this Might sitcom. be four seasons now that I'm thinking about it. They I, are funny. Yeah. They are just... Matt they, Barry? Matt Barry oh, is in it. Oh, my favorite. They, the way they play off of each other, the whole situational comedy, that whole British kind of just like dry, just sarcastic humor. I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it's dry. It's... No, it can that, be dry at times. At times, it's there's dry. When so they many deal people the, I've shown IT crowd to that have absolutely loved it. No, I'm, yeah, you no, put, and you I'm, put me on it. I'm not saying that dry is a bit. It's dry at times. It's very, very funny. 
they deal with all sorts of stuff. I mean, dude, Moss has pudding on his head that some girl thinks is shit on a date. <laughs> like, and they make it hilarious. Yeah, she thinks she's got shit on his face. Yes. <laughs> he's like, oh, the poo or whatever. Poo. It's not poo. It, 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 yeah. It's not shit. Yeah. And when he claims he's paralyzed. If, if you have not seen oh. the IT crowd, I urge everybody there's listening a whole to watch ep- it. There's a whole episode that's insulting to the disabled people, but it yeah. is Peter, sorry, so one, funny. Once you get into the, you got to watch the first three episodes and you'll be hooked. Don't watch it out of order. Don't watch it out of order. Don't watch it out of order. Um, but the two of them are a huge duo right from England, from sitcom, and they, they're brilliant together. And that's the they performances. Try- the performances oh. are so good from the two of them. And they tried to redo it in America. It did not work. Did not, well, they brought him over. Not yeah, for, but uh, not Ayodi. They it was Ayodi. not the same. Like they couldn't do it because it's those actors and Jen also. Uh, I forget who plays Jen, but she's hilarious too. Matt Berry is fantastic. Like it's just a great. Yeah, they great tried to show. do Joel McHale over here, and it didn't work. Yeah, every episode is funny. Everyone, there's them. not a bad episode on. No, nope, there is not one bad episode. And it also has a great finish. Um, they wrapped it up with a Christmas special. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Great ending to a show. Yeah, but that is a comedic duo right from England that is is just phenomenal, funny, great. My last one, another TV duo, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, they're definitely a good. Yeah, they got into into such hijinks, but (sighs) there's so many duos in that universe. In that Gary Marshall, in that Happy Days universe. Um, but Laverne and Shirley, you know, they work together at the brewery, yep. always getting into fights, always getting into mishaps, they live together. slapstick, live together. It has to be one of the only people that, do they move from Brooklyn to Milwaukee? No, they move from <laughs> Milwaukee to California, and that's where the show They were goes originally off. from Milwaukee? Yes. And that's where the show goes off the cliff. Where did the, where did Carmine Ragusa come from? Milwaukee. Didn't they do an episode in Brooklyn? Italy. Uh, Italy. Italy. They, they went to Italy where they climbed the pole. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I thought episode. that was Brooklyn. They were kind of, they made Laverne and Shirley kind of like an I Love Lucy, Lucy yeah. and Ethel And she type. drank Pepsi and milk. I, I tried that one. Milk and Pepsi. Gross. It was gross. I tried it because I think of Lenny show. and Squiggy are actually the dynamic duo from that show. Kev might be right. But the show's called Laverne and Shirley. But Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy right that now. Do the satin jackets. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello, Laverne. (laughs) Hello, Laverne. (laughs) They were awesome. They might have been the duo. They're not the main duo, but they're definitely not the duo. There are two duos in that show. Yes. There are. There's two duos. All right. And then poor Carmine is left by himself. Didn't Carmine get into a fist fight with Fonzie? No, no. He was Fonzie's buddy. Car- Carmine showed up on a Happy Days episode. Carmine was in Happy Days? Yeah. I he, show- he showed up on a Happy Days episode where Richie, Ralph, Potsy, and, Potsy Weber and Ralph right. are getting bullied. Right. Because he was a boxer, Carmine. Um, was he a dancer? Boxer and a gymnast. The big ragu. Yeah, the boxer he, and a dancer, yeah. Was he like dancing and singing during the fight? Well, there we go from rags to riches. Yeah, he's during, the during the fight. <laughs> it's crazy. So if we're going to happy days, can't we say Fonzie and his jacket are a great duo? What about Fonzie and his motorcycle? No, I would go jacket. The blue or the leather jacket? Both. No, he started out with the blue. The blue jacket. The, he's never not in the jacket. jacket. Even when he was in the hospital, he was in a hospital <laughs> gown and his leather jacket. No, no. Remember as he's, remember as he's going wheeled, get wheeled off to surgery, he takes the jacket <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. 
So Both that's a, that's a duo. How about Richie and Fonzie? Nah, nah. Richie has pals. Yeah, right? he had the potsy no, with the were, rough mouth. They were. What about Joni and Chachi? Oh, <laughs> great spinoff. We can go. That off was on this. that was that the <laughs> worst. Worst. Oh, Joni loves Chachi. Thank God that lasted only one season. I'm surprised you didn't like that. Joni loves Chachi. You were a big Happy Days guy. Yeah, but I stopped with Happy when, Days after a certain point. We really, uh, when I tried rewatching it, and I, you, you guys claim that I, you know, do too much rewatching. I tried rewatching it. And I had to tap out. Oh, what season did you tap out? I think it was season six where Chachi uh, Fonzie has to save Chachi's soul from the devil. <laughs> did Gary Marshall write, or was he just like producer? Creator. No, creator. He, never, he was he never, never a writer. Creator. That was awesome. But that was also spun off from. Love American Style. They did a pilot on Love American Style, which then became Happy Days. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they had... uh, The big director on Happy Days was a guy named Jerry Paris, who was one of the actors on the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, And Ron Howard used to work with these writers, Lowell Gans and Bob Lou Mandel. They wrote a bunch of his movies. They actually were... Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You guys are always so anti-Happy Days. No, it's not anti-Happy Days. It's like, you know... I don't want to know. The, I shit. don't want to know how the Happy Days sausage was made. <laughs> I want to just watch the show. It was made by Al. <laughs> and you know what? Didn't Laverne's, Kevin, you should love Happy Days anyway. You had Laverne's, wait, Laverne's dad owned the pizza place, right? So Laverne's why did she work in a brewery? Why wouldn't she just Laverne's work for her dad? Pizza. She did. She did both. Oh, she did. I didn't she know. She did. She worked in both. And Shirley dated and, Carmine, right? And Woodland Shirley dated Carmine, and the pizza place was also a bowling alley. Woodland and Squee work. The brewery. The brewery. Oh, yeah, they, they, they worked at the brewery. I don't know where Carmine. I remember they used to have to wear hair nets when they were at work. Yeah, they did. When they were in the <laughs> lunchroom. They did. And I, I just don't remember where Carmine worked. Chippendales. He was a boxer. I thought Carmine was a was an amateur boxer slash singer slash dancer. The big red. That guy got around. He did. He did a lot. He passed on recently, didn't he? The big Eddie Ragu? Mecca just passed away. The big red. Is he still? Alive? He was on an episode I'm of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hold on. The he was training group. his daughter to fight Danny DeVito's daughter. I haven't gotten up to that yet. I'm yeah, still he way passed, behind. I think he, passed he, was. On. I wow. think he was. Two years ago. 2021. How old was he? 69. Wow. Died young. He yeah. Old. Very young. He was the big ragu. Come on. The big ragu ragusa. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, the, yeah, that's that's where that crossover happened. Was Fon- He came on to help Fonzie in a fight on Happy Days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the, that. I love the Demolition Derby episode. Oh, oh, Pinky Tuskadero. The Malachi Crunch. Great episode. Malachi. The Malachi Crunch. Do you know... No, I'm not going to... No, please don't. <laughs> no, please. please don't. Please, for the audience's sake. The Malachi Crunch. That was a three-part episode. Yeah. Yep. The Malachis were a dynamic. How do we get on that? How do we get on with this? The, with the Malachi brothers, I guess that's how we're going to end yeah. uh, this week's episode yeah, that of the Buck to the Gremlins with the Malachis. Yeah. Just want to tell you a couple things. Remember to email us at thebucktoothgremlins at gmail.com. If you got an idea for us to do for a topic for a show, bring it on. Uh, we will have a website, Facebook, and Instagram page up soon. Uh, and you all can make a difference by following or subscribing to us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or your podcast home of choice. And if you listen to us on Apple and you like the podcast, only reviews you can post will help us get the word out. And as always, you know, we'd all like to thank you for your support. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So, Kevin, you know, what, have a great up? week, guys. And we'll, yeah. you know, we'll have something up, up pretty soon for you guys. And See you on the next one. Stay bucky. <laughs>